This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Lyric, and Tyler Hewitt as Alto. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band's ship was attacked by orcs over Vicodin Prime. Valentine attempted to care about his team's personal motivations. Alto wants to pilot a Titan, and Lyric was confused by anyone's interest in her feelings. Can they survive an orc assault and get to the planet's surface? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From the Imperial Report on Xenos, Chapter Many. Uh, orcs are an incredibly tough, warlike species that seems uh, quite content to merely uh, slaughter and fight in uh, the names of their gods. Uh, how they can manage to build these machines and fly them and shoot them and slash with them is truly beyond me, as the machine's spirit would not seem to be present in a single one. But nevertheless, they are forced to be reckoned with and should be dealt with cautiously. From an intercepted orc transmission. Daka 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 daka. Wah! Daka 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 daka. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what I would like you to build. Yeah, I can build that. Uh, you were on the receiving end of said daka 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 as oh. the, um, the orc sluggers uh, and shooters um, open up in, in fine form. Um... If you'll recall, uh, you're currently um, entering the atmosphere, <clears throat> um, heading down to uh, the Vicodin Distillery in search of Glasgow Vicodin, uh, one of the confederacy uh, that has set out to kill our beloved god emperor and his golden throne. Um, you uh, entered the incredibly foggy 
and densely clouded uh, planetary atmosphere only to uh, encounter a burst transmission of WA, uh, followed by the uh, uh, trademark Daka Daka of the uh, the Shudas, uh, which I mostly remember because when I was playing Orcs, uh, so much of the dialogue was just them yelling noises they thought their guns made, and it just <laughs> tickles me so deeply <laughs> that rather than trying to describe weapons, they're like, yeah, you know, it's like it's long, and it goes like Daka Daka Daka, and you know, the you know, thing comes out, and they die. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll get you one of those right here. Um, so you're on the receiving end of that right now. Um, around you, uh, around the ship, there are currently um, four massive aircraft. And the best way to imagine these is think like a World War II Spitfire if it was built out of trash in a junkyard and then painted by a four-year-old who really liked Hot Wheels. It's kind of in that vein. Um, you know, lots of bright colors. Admittedly, they're very beautiful and, and distinctive. And I feel like... Um, uh, Alto, for you, there is um, just in the glimpses, uh, you know, in that kind of like back end of terror that you try not to uh, pay any attention to uh, when you're in uh, under threat. Um, there's you can see just these weird flashes of genius and really like these are the kind of vehicles you could imagine building. Uh, I don't think anything off a factory line would ever be something you would ever imagine you could build uh, just because your hive world had no oh, <laughs> real yeah. Factories to speak of. Um, but, uh, yeah, something that you hammer together out of stuff you found is basically the story of most of your gear. Uh, so you already kind of – you have a, an immediate begrudging respect, I think, uh, for these opponents. Um, you know, just moments before the uh, the slugs start tearing into uh, the armor around the vehicle. Um, Lyric, do you think you would know orcs? Um. Uh, I mean, it's entirely possible. They're they're enough of a threat, I think, to the galaxy that uh, it's entirely. possible. I feel possible. like there could have like there would have been like propaganda about them. No, uh, I feel like or maybe not. So imperial propaganda is a strange beast um, because uh, the Xenos are generally lo- like lumped together. It's just like the Xenos are basically if it's not human, shoot it. Yeah. Uh, is that the general um, rule? Um, which also leads me to think that um, I feel like it'd be more like a District Twelve. Um, District 9. District 12 is from Hunger Games. Uh, District 9 poster where it's just like a big spooky silhouette of a hypothetical alien that's just like, Xenos, kill. (laughs) Um, But also, I don't think orcs would have ever, I don't think your your particular planet ever encountered orcs. And actually, I don't need to say I don't think I'm the god of this world. Orcs uh, (laughs) never never, uh, found their way to your planet. Yeah. Um, But um, that said, they are definitely a known quantity because they have like destroyed enough planets and are, are enough of a threat that like you might know them by name. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, Lyric picks up stuff. She socks away information she's heard. She's had to do, she had, a, she did some bounties for some, um, of the inquisition, like, meh, or the, the inquisitors. So I, eh, okay. probably, yeah, right. I so- would say, I would say she's aware, but in that, like, Aware, never expecting to encounter. Okay, so like how I but think also of the Kardashians. They yeah, exist, exactly. But like, and we'll probably have a very negative reaction when she does encounter them. <laughs> I mean, so me with the Kardashians. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, a Kardashian. <laughs> uh, very cool. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, I think then um, similar to, I think, how we think about um, – the way that uh, sailors used to talk about, you know, mermaids or foreign lands or anything else. 
Um, you've heard of green skins. You've heard of, of like, uh, you know, there's a lot of tall tales, um, that I think have come across your desk, mental desk. Um, it's a stupid metaphor, but, uh, you, you know, you get what I'm picking. Uh, you, yeah. you're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, <laughs> uh, me slapping myself for those of you listening at home. Um, cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're, you're not, uh, I don't think, uh, you know enough to recognize this technology, but anything screaming into a microphone and shooting at you generally needs to die. Um, yeah. And um, Valentine, um, I think based on what you've told me about your other, like you've trained against um, sort of like art, like automated versions of most Xenos. So I feel like that's probably the best you've had for orcs. Yeah, I feel like he'd have had that for orcs because, I mean, he started off being trained as a commissar before he went to the Inquisition. And orcs are probably the most common Xenos foe that you'd throw guard yeah. against, like orcs and nids. If it's Eldar, like, or Aeldari or whatever they're called now, but like... I'm going to call him Eldar the whole fucking time. I, guard are fucked. You just got to hit him with like a big chunky tank. Like, that's not going to be infantry. Well, but also they're squishy. Like, they wear armor, but they're like... you. They're fast and sneaky. Shooting a space elf is like shooting a space human. It's the same. Whereas the orcs are like legitimately much tougher and and can take a lot more. uh, Yeah. Also, he's got some points in forbidden lore. So I feel like he's also a book guy. He probably reads what he can. No, but I I think that's a really good point, though, about um, commissars being trained against orcs. And I feel like you've probably been privy to like the dissection of an orc and like some other kind of gross, weird space fascist stuff, um, largely because orcs are also plentiful. Like when they descend on a planet, it's a swarm. It's not like nids where it's like, obviously there's a lot of nids in a nid fleet, but like they attack with purpose. They're not just like, oh, we're here now. <laughs> like, cha-cha, let's go. Um, okay. So we'll say you've got uh, the most familiarity. Um, and I think if you're you're a forbidden, uh, forbidden knowledge guy and also with that commissar training, um, the wah over the radio would probably make it abundantly clear what you're dealing with. Oh, balls. All right. So it's orcs, friends. I mean, great news. Thank you, Emperor. Thank you. Uh, Very fast. Not very uh, maneuverable. Uh, Shoot a great deal. Not tremendously accurately, but they will definitely kill us if they hit. I'm inverging. This is an invasion. Could we please find Imperial forces and set down within them? Please, please, please very much. Okay, so a few things are happening all at once. Uh, these three planes are opening fire with uh, their uh, heavy shooters, uh, so just getting the full um, daka daka treatment. As uh, to Valentine's point, uh, not every bolt hits, but the ones that do um, sound like that heavy hail that hits cars, like they're mm. denting the exterior of of, of the uh, the vehicle. Happily, it is um, it's uh, armored enough for uh, you know um, breaching atmospheres, so it's 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 a hardy it's a hardy vehicle, but uh, not for long. Um, so Valentine is given the order to try and connect to, um, some kind of Imperial force somewhere on planet uh, or off planet. Ryan, what do you think you'd be after? Probably on planet. We still need to get to, unless there is someone off planet. We didn't see anybody off planet. So my guess is we still got to get Glasgow Vicodin. So. Okay. So basically your options as, uh, I see them are, um, you need someone flying the ship. So Alto, I assume you're, you're still the controls still, Rocking out um, with uh, with Acri um, being your Chewbacca. Um, you've basically someone's going to have to operate um, scanners because uh, I feel like uh, evasive maneuvers are going to take up all of Alto and Acri's time. Acri trying to find where on the planet you can land. Alto actually flying. Um, 
In terms of weapon systems, uh, the ship does not seem particularly well equipped for, it does have some weapons, but it's not meant for dogfighting, if that makes any sense. Um, so it's more, a, uh, you know, a, a strong deterrent. So probably like, um, he has that probably one like, gun. That yeah. It's like to blow up what that fuel tank thing. Yeah. 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 So you've got like the Laz cannon. I think it's like a single Laz cannon kind of deterrent. Um, and then likely we'll say, uh, since we're kind of sticking with the airplane metaphors, um, front mounted, um, bolters. So if you want a dogfight, you can like fire hard, hard ammo at the front. Uh, otherwise you have the one, um, sort of, uh, we'll, we'll say it's on a full, uh, gimbal up top, uh, Millennium Falcon style, just so you can get full, full use. Um, but a single last cannon that can either be operated by the pilot or by, um, uh, someone at, at a weapon station. So essentially you have two jobs. It's up to you, Valentine and Lyric, who wants to take what? Keep in mind, you do also have, uh, your, your new best friend, Haldron, um, Blackhand, uh, who's like, wow, those guns sure are making impressive noises. I would love to get my hands on one of those, all of them. And like, you can see all the spider hands doing like a Mr. Burns steeple over top of his head. Well, Lyric, if you would like to take the guns, perhaps I'll take the scanners. And Haldron, if anything breaks, please fix it for the Emperor's sake. You know, cheerfully and hopefully, but fix it. Uh, yeah, whatever you say, boss. Let's do some battles. So I'll immediately run up to the top. Uh, okay. Whatever that is. What did so, you say it was? Oh, it's a, it's a last cannon. Last cannon? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you hop up um, and uh, you kind of like click on all the, the gear. Um I think um, you find that the the actual little um, sort of uh, uh, chair and, and uh, sort of setup setup you've got there isn't um, it's it almost feels uh, disused. Uh, you get the sense that the arbitrator likely did everything from the cockpit in the same way um, uh, Alto did previously. Um, so this is here, but he often seemed to just fly alone. So you, it's kind of one of those disused spaces. Mm. Um, so uh, I'm going to need you, please, uh, to see if you can get. And I'll uh, maybe I'll give you the option here. You can. I just looked. I just looked around for my dice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, RIP Genesis system. <laughs> it's very redundant. Um, cool. So uh, I think. Please, uh, what I'd like from you, Laura, is a tech use. So that's yeah. intellect and tech use. Oh, uh, no. Or uh, I will give you a cunning and cool, uh, which would be you realizing that this is far beyond your <laughs> your knowledge and you should just be asking Alto. I guess it's the question of do your hands immediately go for the joystick being like, I'm going to shoot these fuckers out of, out of the air, in which case I want tech use. Or is it like... I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Uh, yeah, no. Lyric is too calculating in her uh, fighting, especially long range stuff. Uh, yep. She's not taking. She's not one to take chances. Okay, great. Um, so in that case, um, we'll say uh, cunning and or sorry, uh, presence and cool. Those are the two. That cool. Come it's a little bit better. Uh, oh, that's actually not better at all. It's exact fucking the same. Okay. All right. What's, what's my difficulty? Um, I'm going to say um, because you're consulting Alto too, uh, it's mm -hmm. going to be a much, a much easier one. Um, in terms of story points, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say we're three and one in your favor. Okay. Um, I'm going to limit our pool a bit more. We've been doing six, but I realize that usually just means there's like a big pad and I'd rather just keep it sort of one. 
one point for each of us, essentially, um, for this session, and then we'll see where we go from there. Um, I'm going to give you one setback um, because he's splitting his attention between uh, flying and communicating with Akri and, like, not mm-hmm. really paying attention. Also, I think in combat, he always just kind of assumes you've got your you've got what you need. Yeah. Um, but I will also give you a boost um, because you're uh, generally, I feel like having a barrier between you and being able to fight back is really frustrating. So there's a certain determination to, I don't care what it takes to make this work. I would like to make this work. Mm. All right. I, I got to use one of those story points. Go ahead, my friend. Because we are looking real rough with these dice here. All right, cool. So we're now at two and two. Two and two. Cool. Even split. Uh, two successes and two threats. Two successes and two threats. Um, okay, so um, you open up with uh, you you uh, flip on the comms. What would you say to um, Alto to get him uh, to help you on this? <laughs> Very straightforward. Alto, I need your help with this. All right, Space Marine. That's right, it's me, one of the biggest, toughest orcs in the biggest, toughest war in the galaxy. If you think that you and all your other beaky boys are going to come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever, then you're going to need a hell of a lot of help. And you're going to need it from patreon.com slash dice. I hear for just one of your Imperium dollars, you can join a Patreon-only Discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans. Or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're going to need to rev up that chainsaw, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait. No, don't, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Oh, wow, it's charged up by the power of Patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Marine! Okay, you, you need to turn that on. You need to access that and, and hold on. And it, I think it sticks to the left a little. Okay. Um, you wiggle it like fr- like there's just a quick frustrated wiggle out of the stickiness, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. that that is true. You're not going to tell him, but it's true. Yeah. Um, and uh, you you regain control uh, of the stick. So, um, turning uh, turning the las cannon on uh, the the first craft, um, you I think. Um, I would assume, given that this is a weapon you're not that familiar with, even though you did see it blow up that other ship, um, you just kind of fire a lancing blast off just to mm-hmm. kind of get a get a feel for it. Um, but uh, the nice thing about LAS weapons is it's uh, it's a nice straight beam for a hot second there. So um, it uh, it shears across um, one of the uh, the orc fighters. Uh, and sorry, for, for scale, these things are bigger than um, – they're kind of midway between a bomber and a, and a Spitfire. So, like, they're not as big okay. as your ship, but they're, they're not – um, little craft like sort of buzzing around you. They're mm. they're a little smaller than the one you're in. You mean it's not a bunch of orcs going ticka, 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 like I mean, a little fly. Look, fly Laura, the the, uh, the session is uh, we're still early in the session. Yeah. 
there are guys called Storm Boys, and you might be about to meet some. So just hang tight. Oh, There's going to be some flying orcs. Just, just hang on. Um, so uh, the blast uh, shears across um, kind of the uh, the top of um, the nearest um, ship. Um, just for the purposes of our brains, um, the predominant color on each of these is what we'll go by. Uh, so we've got a, um, a red plane, um, a yellow plane, and a blue plane. Um, so your blast shears across the top of yellow. Um, and it, uh, it kind of disappears. Now keep in mind, you're also, you're coming through this kind of like dense, um, cloud cover and fog. So you're just getting glimpses of these colors through the gaps. Uh, there's unfortunately no real clear line of sight. Mm. Um, but, uh, you definitely strike a hit and you see it pull away. So where it was clearly flying information around you, it's pulled off, um, having, having been struck, um, and uh, over the, uh, because you rolled two threat, uh, over the radio, um, still through the static, uh, you hear, well, okay, boys, uh, seems like it's time to go. Um, strap them on and take them out. Go orcs. Um, and then you hear uh, a number of rocket blasts <laughs> and buzzing out of the clouds. Come the storm, boys, uh, who are uh, orcs with rockets strapped to their backs. And little tiny flight goggles um, <laughs> who um, just kind of you see uh, almost like um, uh, in a Disney movie like Mulan uh, when someone fires off a bunch of um, like rockets all at once. They all kind of spray off in different directions. It's kind of that vibe. So like clearly they all just like burst out of the back of the ship. All their rockets kind of fire in different directions. So you see kind of a bunch of flares around you. Um, but uh, the the Storm Boys are, are in, in action. Um Alto and uh, Valentine, what are your um, what is your base agility? Or sorry, uh, yeah, what is your base? We'll go with cool. Cool. I have one rank in cool mm-hmm. and three presents, so four. Yep. Or yeah. no, sorry. Oh man, it's been a minute since I used the system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two green, one yellow is what that would translate to for me. I, I am very bad at cool. Uh, am I looking at scanners or what am I doing? Uh, you're looking at scanners. I was just, this is for initiative. I just want to know ah, who's going got next. It. So yeah, cool. if you're bad I at have, it, no, it's cool. If you're bad at it. I yeah. got, yeah, I got like two dice just for <laughs> presents. I got nothing in cool. Gotcha. All good, man. Um, uh, <laughs> he instinctually shoots things when stuff goes bad. It's a terrible habit. <laughs> um <laughs> Great. He so, is John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, just all the time. Just a bump in the car, there's a dead guy in the back. I mean, look, that's why there's car washes. Um, okay, so Alto, um, uh, you are, again, cutting through the clouds, um, fighter craft are firing at you. What do you do? Um, since I don't have a heading from uh, Acre yet, it's purely evasive maneuvers. Um, I think Alto's thinking is we can't blast back into space because it's all just open sky. Um, we need to get closer to the ground, I think, where there's potentially more cover. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. So with that in mind, let's go with... Um, hmm. Uh, Tyler, um, it's also been a hot second for me. Remind me, what... Were we using for we we're using driving right for for flight? Yeah, that makes the most sense. So, can you give me um, a, a driving check, please? Um, I'm going to say this is difficulty. 
it would have been three, but given that Lyric just kind of like temporarily scared one off, uh, we're going to say two, but I'm going to upgrade um, both of those to red. So we are now four and zero in your favor. This is a serious situation. Um, what do I have at my disposal? Um, like this thing doesn't have any kind of shielding or anything like that, right? Uh, no. So this is, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but my understanding of, of most 40K stuff is is shielding is like armor, more, particularly for the Imperium. It's more armor than it is fields. Would that be? Yeah. Ca- I mean, capital ships might have fields. Like if you're looking okay. at battleships or cruisers, individual ships, it's like, nope, they just strap plate to it. Unless yeah, you've got- essentially an armored car. Um, yeah. So you don't have a lot by way of, of armor. Now, that said, the, the good news, if there is good news, is that um, orc armaments um, do tend to be either wildly explosive because they just, like, hack together a laser and it's, like, there's no safeties on it. So it's, like, mm-hmm. deadly for them and you. Or it's it's um, hard ammo. So the advantage you have is, like, it's not like lasers are piercing through the ship. Okay. It is just kind of this hail of bullets. Um, uh, okay, so I will use my hand on the throttle ability, which is once per round I increase or decrease mm-hmm. speed by one to a minimum of zero or max of vehicle top speed. So I just want to put more and more distance between us. Okay, um, great. Between so, us and these these ships or these planes pursuing us. All right, so let's take that then as um, I'll say uh, we'll go with two boost. Okay. Uh, as a benefit of that. Uh, I'm going to give you... Hmm. I'd actually say these cancel each other out, so we won't do any of them. Uh, but technically, one setback and one boost for flying through clouds. Uh, mm. It makes the orcs harder to see, but it also makes y- you easier to dodge. Right. Uh, uh, makes it easier for you to dodge, rather. Um, cool. I think that's it for me. Okay. I've got my uh, mind impulse unit plugged in. That helps mm-hmm. me with uh, driving and tech use, so plus one yes. boost for that as well. Nice. But I think that's all the bonuses I get for driving, which oh, is fine. Oh, uh, sorry. You can take one more for Acri. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to roll. Uh, we have all the story points now, right? That is correct. Yep. Okay. And you can use them to upgrade. You just can't use them to downgrade the all ones right. I've already spent. Man, Alto, you are literally baby driver. <laughs> <laughs> uh Six successes, three advantages. Sometimes all you need is a good beat. Uh, Holy shit. Uh, Okay, so this is full on like the Falcon (laughs) through the asteroid field, just like (laughs) dipping and dodging, storm boys crashing into each other like they're the fucking angels in the outfield. Um, (laughs) That's such a weird pull. (laughs) Look, man, whenever I see two people run into each other and miss something important, it's a sports movie. Um... Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, hang tight on those, but uh, yes, you're in in good. You're in, in tremendously good shape. Uh, given this ambush, uh, fuck man, that was what six successes. Yeah, brought down. Like that's that's the 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 net. Um, I rolled <sighs> seven successes and six advantages, but then I got one failure and three threats. Holy shit, man. <laughs> All right, everybody go home. I think Tyler's got this for all of us uh, for the rest of the session. As long as it's not combat, I'm great. <laughs> if, it's, if it's about the running away part, I'm oh, a yeah. guy. Good thing the space wolves are space marines, not literal wolves from space. You'd be in dire trouble. Uh, okay, Ryan, um, can you go ahead, please, um, using the instruments here. 
Um, I think we're going to go with uh, tech use and intellect. Okie dokie. What's my difficulty? Um, I'm going to say one. Um, you start uh, meddling with the scanners. It's actually quite, uh, even though this is old tech, it's it's comfortable um, for you to be back in a, in an imperial craft uh, that isn't like a weird civilian pleasure cruiser. The fact that this is built for military means you're you're better equipped uh, for it. Um, I will give you one setback just for like the heat of combat being uh, distracting, particularly with like Alto fucking baby drivering all over the place. It makes it somewhat harder to like fiddle with knobs and dials. Um, but I will give you one boost uh, for your little servitor buddy. Um, awesome. Uh, Tom, I do have tempered will, which means I can remove one black die inflicted by critical injuries, the disoriented condition and fear. Would, I would that remove that? Die? I would. Yeah, I'd absolutely take that for this um, because cool. uh, all the like ducking and weaving and, and barrel rolling is definitely disorienting. So having just fucked with some space flight games in VR, very disorienting, <laughs> not fun. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. Cool. That's and I'll use a story that. point because he's not great at tech use, but spiritually he he needs the future gotcha sheer determination uh and i i feel like he's he's singing himself a song as he always does uh when he's nervous uh and and he knows one specifically that's orc related so it's just quietly going for himself and it's just orcs they tremble when they hear it knobs they know they ought to fear it it's so bright they cannot spear, smear it everybody loves it your throne. <laughs> uh, just humming away. Wow. Uh, three advantages, but one failure. Okay. Interesting. Um, Lyric hates it, but Laura's <laughs> in heaven. That was beautiful. Lyric hates the lyrics. Uh, what a what a day. Um, okay. What an inconvenient pool of dice. <laughs> um, okay. Um <laughs> there are lots of imperial people around. I just don't know where the chug they are. Uh, yeah, actually, realistically, that is kind of the issue. So um, you uh, immediately find uh, an imperial frequency. Oh, actually, no. Okay, I, yeah, I know what to do with that. Um, so you you actually managed to make contact uh, with um, an imperial frequency um, coming from planet side. Uh, you quickly recognize it as a. Um, uh, like an Imperial Guard uh, frequency. It seems to be a, a regiment of some sort. Um, and uh, you uh, you hear a, a voice uh, on uh, the other end say, um, uh, unidentified Imperial vessel. Uh, uh, can, can, can you identify, please? Hello, this is Inquisitor Lucius Valentine requiring a safe berth for my ship. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, hail the Emperor. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, hail the Emperor and, and such. Uh, this is uh, this is a shift leader, uh, Mebius Pocus. Uh, listen, um, sir, uh, we didn't have any scheduled visitors coming in today. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, I'm under strict orders not to uh, spare any... Uh, any assistance for for anyone? <laughs> so uh, you're kind of on your own there, champ. But listen, if you can uh, if you can break the orc line and uh, and make it to our side, well, we'll we'll definitely cover you as you come down. Uh, here's the coordinates. Uh, good luck. Hail the emperor. 
Wonderful. Your name was Mebius Pocus, just to be entirely clear. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, Shift Commander uh, Mebius Pocus. Shift uh, Commander Mebius Pocus. Wonderful. I look forward to meeting you. Thank you for assisting the Inquisition. Okay. Uh, you have yourself a, a, a pleasant Imperial day, sir. Also, uh, listen, if it's not too much trouble, um, if you do survive and make it past the line, I'd really appreciate it if you could fill out like a... Like a um, an employee review form. Uh, if you were pleased can, with your service here today, can uh, Lyric hear this? Uh, I don't know. Do you think you'd be pu- uh, pumping it through the? How do you, how do you imagine you're you're connected to this? Would this just be through like a Vox and the? Yeah, I'm imagining it's probably like a cop. Like if we're picturing the cop car, like that it's like the yeah, talk into the yeah. hand thing. Yeah. Okay. Then yes, 100. percent You can hear it. Hey, Mebius, shut the fuck up and let us fly. Okay. I, you know I, what? Uh, maybe don't let. Let her fill out the form or don't fill it out at all. Yes, understood. Thank you very much. Uh, and then he'll just like release the thing and put it down and be like, you don't have to be rude to him. I'm probably going to shoot him when we land. <laughs> well, then it's even more of a waste of time for him to talk. Like, no, seriously. they said they cover us if we get through the orc line. So yeah. we have something to gain, which we now still have. Then I kill him afterwards and we don't die. God, you people do things so slowly. Let's go. Well, I'm not flying. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> That'd be me. Hold on. And, and just like, <laughs> like hard, like, uh, like deceleration and like strong pivot. And we're like lined up with the new coordinates and, and just like full throttle it. Um, amazing. So, um, yeah, you, you, you say that over your shoulder, you turn and again, just like baby driving, like no one's business. This could not be going better for you. Um, uh, but unfortunately, um, you know, back where you come from, most bugs that splatter on the windshield are small. Here, they're plated in armor uh, and are carrying choppas. Uh, so as you spin uh, the vehicle, um, you hear uh, a sickening crunch as uh, the viewport uh, uh, makes contact with a different manner of bug, uh, a storm boy um, whose jetpack forces uh, what's left of his shredded corpse through the windshield, shattering it, uh, and the air in the cockpit begins to be sucked out. Haldron looks up and goes, Oh, yeah, fixing things! Yeah, yes, Haldron, that'd be great. Is there, like, an oxygen drop we can do? They have those on some ships. They had it on the astral line if we needed it. Nope, I don't think so. Hey, uh, Acri, how about you? Uh, yeah, y'all, uh, I'm not seeing anything like that on here. I think he kept uh, real bad care of this. Uh, maybe just hold your breath, huh? Yeah, everybody else, uh, hold your breath. Uh, and then he'll also activate his shield around himself, hoping it'll hold in some amount of environment. He doesn't uh, know. Which is good, uh, because flying full tilt um, at the shattered cockpit uh, viewport are three screaming storm boys. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante, at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto. Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric. And our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R Available at freemusicarchive.org 
When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons & Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends... And, th- and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f- and a flask. Anything. He's got a satchel. This is the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is the a donkey cost? question everyone wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. It's concentration. So if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. Okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing <laughs> later tonight. Is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and he won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons & Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.